When we belong to God, His Spirit lives in us and goes with us wherever we go. We want to please God in all things that we do. That is our goal. That has not always been our goal, but after we were born again, that was our goal. And that has been our goal since we were born again. We want to do what is right in the sight of God. We also want to be sure that God approves that which we are considering doing. All of these things are accessible to us because we are children of God. God has given us his Holy Spirit to guide us into all truth, to teach us all things, to show us things to come. John 14, 26 and John 16, 13. It would be impossible for me to think of going forward without knowing that I have the Holy Spirit in me. Because we know these are the things that he does for us so we can, in assurance, go forward. He never makes us do anything. He just gives us options of better ways that we can go. We have John 10.10 where Jesus says, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. This is where there's always this battle in the spiritual realm between should I do this, should I not do this, devils will tell you the opposite from the way that is true. You might need that money later. You might need this later. You might need that later. Devils will often lead you by fear. God leads you by assurance. When we have the Holy Spirit in us, we can pray, and the Spirit of God, who searches the heart of God, even shows us the will of God. You can read that in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and build your faith that that is the case with those of us who follow God, who belong to God. The Apostle Paul says in Romans 8, 31, If God be for us, who can be against us? If we have the approval of God, that's all that matters. We rest in the leading of God, in that which he shows us to do. And another promise, Romans 8.28, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Resting in God is 
our Sabbath. Each time I hear from the Holy Spirit, I have full assurance that is the way to go. I lived in Texas by myself, in a house by myself, until 2018. I had an accident and fell. And as I was being taken to the hospital, I was rolled past the front door of that house, and I heard from God, you'll never see this house again. That didn't frighten me. I knew it was from God. I had already been shown months before that I was not going to be able to continue to live alone. God had already put that in my heart. He puts into our heart certain things that later become our desires, and we think we desire this, when really that's one of the ways God leads us. He puts it in our heart. So now I've heard, you'll never see this house again. I put the house up for sale even while I was in the hospital. One of our church members said to me, I don't see how you can do this. And I said to her, but I've heard from God. You'll never see this house again. When we believe God, we take actions that are appropriate to that which we have heard and which we believe we've heard from God. In the year 2020, I was looking at my 24-year-old car and considering having new upholstery put on the front seat. And I heard something from God by His Spirit. Or you could just buy a new car. And that's exactly the tone of voice that I heard. It wasn't a driving, fearful tone or anything. It was an assuring tone. Or you could just buy a new car. I knew I was being shown a better way to go in the situation at hand. I had just sold the house in Texas. The money was sitting in the bank. There was more than enough money to pay for a new car. I knew God was showing me the best thing to do in that situation. And that night, God even gave me a dream showing me I bought a new car. So he gave me two confirmations on this subject. I bought a new car immediately. At the age of 83, everything changes in those older years because you don't know if you're going to have to go to assisted living. You don't know if this is going to happen to you, if that's going to happen to you. I have prayed that I not have to go to assisted living. But the devil does raise up fearful thoughts that come to our mind, and so does the flesh, our own flesh. But at any age, that happens, really. But what if I needed that money? 
Well, if I was going to need that money in the future, God would not have led me to buy a new car. See, you have total assurance when you hear from God. It is a safe direction to go. God knows the future. He won't lead us in a path of destruction. He will lead us into a more abundant life. I can't imagine living on this earth without having the Holy Spirit of God to show me what to do in the situations of this life. God knows the future. You can go forward in faith when you know the will of God on the matter at hand. And it's the Holy Spirit that searches the heart of God to show us the will of God. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Start at verse 9. Paul says, But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him, but God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. See, Paul is telling us what was written beforehand. But now we have the Spirit of God. That changes everything. Let's read that verse 9 again. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. In the Old Testament, the people didn't have the Spirit of God. The prophets had the Spirit of God, and the people went to the prophet to find out what to do. But in the New Testament, all who believe in God have the Holy Spirit. They're sealed with the Holy Spirit. You can read that for yourself in Ephesians chapter 1. So now we have the Spirit of God. So we can know the things that God has planned for us. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit who lives in us. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. When we have God's approval, we can go forward in the project. We don't have to be afraid that we might need that money later, when God has shown us to go forward. I've had it happen so many times that God has shown me it is all right to make a change. 
At one point in time, I purchased a very expensive television, a plasma, and it was defective. The dealer said all it needed was calibrating, but he wouldn't make a time to come over and calibrate the TV. On one side of the screen, there were dark streaks running up and down, a great distortion. I would try to take the remote control tuner and tune it, and I couldn't fix it. One day, after I had spent about two or three months with this television set trying to live with it, the Holy Spirit said to me, You don't have to put up with that. I stopped and said, That's right. I have the money in my savings. I can just buy another television and absorb the loss. So I went immediately and hunted another television, bought it, arranged for it to be installed. Most people would not do that because they think, I paid all this money for this TV. I'm going to be sure they'll fix it. I'm going to go in and fight them and get them to fix it and just hammer at them. Well, to me, that's just not a peaceful way to go. And God has called us to live in peace. Sometimes it's better to suffer the loss, especially when we can afford to do so. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, we read, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. When I heard what to do about that television set, I knew it was God talking to me. Immediately, I looked for a TV, bought a TV. I simply had them carry the old TV away. Suffer the loss. It hasn't hurt me any to have to have lost that money because God knew it wasn't going to hurt me and I had full assurance this was the way for me to go, to live in peace. There was another time when I was driving down the highway and stopped at a signal light and a pickup truck pulled up beside me and that pickup truck had a load of firewood in it. And I was sitting there looking at it, and I thought, I wish I had a wood-burning fireplace. I had gas logs. And I heard, you can have that. And I knew it was the Holy Spirit showing me a better way to go. I'd never considered taking those gas logs out and having my fireplace changed to wood-burning until that moment. And I said, well, that's right. I could do that. So I called the fireplace shop immediately, discussed it with them, made an appointment for them to come over and remove the gas logs and put a log lighter in my fireplace, and I ordered wood for my fireplace. God shows us a better way. When we're sitting there thinking, ooh, I wish I had this instead, well, that might be the best way for you to go. But I'd heard from God, definitely, 
That's the reason I had faith to go in those directions is I heard from the Spirit of God. I recognized it was God speaking to me, showing me that I could do this thing. I would not have gone in debt to do any of these things because God showed me as when I became a Christian, he showed me to get out of debt and stay out of debt. And I had been living that way since 1975, out of debt. So if a spirit told me to do something that was overly expensive and was going to cause me to go in an opposite way from the way I had heard from God to go, then I would know it wasn't the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit won't take you in a way contrary to Bible or contrary to the way God has shown you to live. The devil is the one who wants to destroy us. He roams as a roaring lion looking for whom he may devour, whichever person will go along with him. This is um, a real key. The devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. There are people that go along with devils. They allow devils to tell them evil things about other people, and they go along with those thoughts. The devils lead people into areas where destruction comes, and they go along with devils. But Jesus leads us into a more abundant life. And we know that God's yoke is easy and his burden is light. And he will not lead us by a spirit into a way that would be destructive for us. We have great assurance in following God. When we understand what the Holy Spirit does for us. There are many scriptures in the Old Testament which are valid for us today in the New Testament. Promises of God to the children of God. One of them, which I was shown back around 1977 and lived by it and have proven to my satisfaction that it is valid for the New Testament church, is a promise spoken in Isaiah 54, verse 17. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. During that period of time, a man had filed a lawsuit against me. I had hired attorneys because I realized that if I didn't do something, he could get judgment against my business and take all my merchandise. But the problem was, I was receiving billings about every three weeks from the attorneys for $3,000, $5,000. And at that rate, I was going to be broke because I couldn't afford to pay those large legal fees. My attention was focused on this scripture during that problem. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. 
This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. There was a time when I was not born again, but now I'm born again. So this scripture applies to me. I am a servant of the Lord. So this weapon cannot prosper against me. As I thought about that scripture, I decided I will dismiss my attorneys and go to court without any human legal counsel. Because why am I paying attorneys to defend me when this weapon that has come against me cannot prosper? The promise of God. So I called my attorney and I said, I have decided to stop the legal services that I arranged with you. I'm a Christian now, and I read this scripture to him. And I said, no weapon that's formed against me can prosper. Therefore, I have decided to go to court without any human legal counsel. He was horrified. He said, oh, Joan, you don't know how evil these courts are today. You just don't know how bad this is. You can't do this. I said, well, this is what I'm going to do because I believe this scripture is valid for those of us today who are Christians. So this is the way I'm going to go. I was terrified. It was about six weeks until the trial was scheduled in the court system. God gave me scriptures during that time to strengthen me. I took those scriptures and put them on cassette tape, front and back side of a cassette tape, recorded them. And when I went to bed at night, I would turn on the tape recording. When I woke up in the night, I would turn the cassette over and let it play, and I would fall asleep to the scriptures. I did that for those weeks until the court trial was to be held. Six days before we went to trial, this man's lawyer called me and he said, I'm calling you because you don't have a lawyer, but I want you to know my client has dropped all charges against you. It was over. There was no trial. Two or three weeks later, my lawyer came to my shop and he said, I want you to know that we've talked about your case at the law firm and that we believe what you said happened, happened. I wasn't trying to be a witness to anybody. I was trying to get through a problem and to do it in a way that would work for me and to do it in a way that I felt was scriptural and in a way that I felt I was being led by God. But it was a witness. A lot of people try to witness, but if you just do a scripture that you believe God has shown you to do, you'll be a witness. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.